1: Hey, happy Labor Day, everyone. I'm your host, Janine. This is the Get the Funk Out Show. In just a moment, I'm going to introduce um, Michelle Patterson. I just adore her. She, I was involved with Michelle because she produced Taste of Ladera, massive, massive event south of here. And she's also CEO of Event Complete. She's an author. Uh, she's produced a huge wine festival. She's also um, a notable speaker. And she has a really big event coming up. The California Women's Conference she's executive producer is that so it is my pleasure to welcome Michelle Patterson to today's show hey Michelle
0: hello there how are you great
1: thanks for joining us on this holiday weekend
0: well I'm excited it's a great way to start the day and and get going and my husband woke me up this morning he goes what time's your show at nine <laughs> o'clock so I'll be ready to go
1: right well you know you have a lot of inspiring things for our listeners Uh, to share. You've been involved in a lot of different things. And I just, before we get started in what you're doing now, because that's really exciting coming up, tell me a little bit about uh, your background educationally and kind of how you got to where you are.
0: Sure. So I'm a native Southern Californian. I was uh, born and raised in Southern California. We're spoiled. I just got back from traveling. I was on six airplanes in three days. Where'd you, where'd you go? The weather. We're, we're, it was funny because we're so used to having this amazing weather here in Southern California. And I was in Arkansas, uh, out uh-huh. in Bentonville, visiting with uh, Walmart. And I was in Florida, and there was hurricanes and uh, tornadoes. Right. I thought, wow, I want to go home. <laughs> I want to go home. So, and, and again, I mean, just we're, we're very, we're very fortunate. This weather is gorgeous. So I was. I was born in Panorama City, Los Angeles,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and was in uh, Woodland Hills. And up until I was about 10, moved to San Diego, went to high school out there in, at Sarah High School.
2: Nice.
0: And then I, uh, my father had this rule that you had to go to school within, um, outside of a 100-mile radius. So huh. when you take out the map... And, you know, you put the dot in the center of where we were at, which was uh, Tier Santa Sarah High School. A
2: mm-hmm.
0: hundred miles out was Loyola Marymount. And my father went to school there, and I ended up going to school there. So it was a great, great place. So that put me back in L.A. It's great. And uh, now I live in Orange County, and it was uh, due to work, I was traveling back and forth and thought, you know what, uh, we, my husband and I really like the school system. We've got a 13-year-old and a 14-year-old and thought this would, you know, raising our kids in Orange County. And the schools they have there and and it put us closer to my family which was in San Diego it made it made a lot of sense
1: that's great that's great tell me about uh, some of the things you you started doing after college because you you have a very interesting background
0: you know it's been uh, it's been exciting I mean I can definitely say I'm one of those people that lives life to the fullest I um, there's not a day I mean if you know, God forbid, something were to happen, I would not have any regrets. It mm-hmm. would not be a situation where I would say, you know, woulda, coulda, shoulda, wish I would have done this. Um, having said that, I think sometimes I, it puts me way out there in, uh, in the front, and uh, it can be challenging. So immediately, um, I had uh, gotten into working on some political campaigns. I was student body president at Loyola Marymount, so I was elected as a junior Which is pretty exciting because it gave me my senior year, it gave me the opportunity to be able to go ahead and really get started out in, you know, the workforce. And I had one class, um, but it gave me an opportunity to really, you know, delve in. And so the first thing I worked on was term limitations. And you would think that that was something that was huge and and, uh, across the country. And it wasn't. It was literally, uh, it was a direct mail campaign and uh, we won term term limitations that then went into, I worked for a, a gentleman who ran for state assembly, and he was uh, he was uh, nominated in the primaries for the 53rd Assembly District, so that was exciting. We ran the largest grassroots campaign. I had 800 volunteers that came in, and... Michelle,
1: that's incredible.
0: It was a, <laughs> still the date. I mean, it was definitely, um, you know, limited resources, funding, and so we... Literally pulled in all these volunteers, and it was fun to watch because you had, you know, the teens that came after school. You had, um, you know, the the early risers, uh, the senior center, They they would be there at the crack of dawn. You know, mm. You'd have them all working. It's fantastic. And and then you had uh, the moms' groups, and uh, you know, it was just it was amazing to see these these groups come together. So that I spent time with, and. As, the thing for me, you know, uh, I, I, and I share this with my audience in just talking, is doing the California Women's Conference. Um, when I was 12, I had the opportunity to interview the governor of California who had just gotten elected. It was Governor George Duke So I was eighth, I was in eighth grade, and uh, you'll love this <laughs> to me. So I am interviewing him and asking him questions that, a you know, an eighth grader would ask, and... And he was just very kind. I mean, I just remember it's asking nice. him, thinking, I should be really nervous, but he's really just this kind man, and he was showing that he was very interested in great. hearing what I had to say. And so, you know, everything from, you know, how many kids do you have to mm-hmm. what's your favorite hobby, which for him, it's golf. And, you know, it's just a great conversation. So at the end, he made a comment. He says, that was the best interview I've ever heard. So from that point, you know, I ended up running eight elections. I, I thought, okay, I'm going to be governor. So
1: driven, Michelle. Well, so you know, I think,
0: too, it, it goes back, and we all have this opportunity is to inspire,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, whether it be our our kids or our, you know, our family or our friends, our coworkers, you know, or somebody that we just meet. And for me, you know, Governor George Duke Major, I mean, he was that. He yes. You know, he made, he literally he looked at me. He's like, "You can do anything, anything." Yes. And, and and his comment again was, "You know, that was the best interview." So I thought, "Wow, you know, I'm yeah. I'm, super, I'm good at this. I can do this."
1: Right. Look at the impression it made on you.
0: It really did. Yeah. And, and and again, we all have that ability to 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 make an impact on others. And so I'm constantly well aware of of that aspect, knowing what an impact it had on me. Mm-hmm. So so what's really neat is. Um, you know, kind of going full circle, you know, 27 years later, you know, now I'm putting on the conference that he started. He started... Did
1: he really? I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, he started the conference because women were opening up companies and they were failing at a rapid rate. And so, and he's great about this. I was just at his home.
1: I was going to ask if you're still in touch with him. Yeah.
0: Oh, I had, what uh, again, (laughs) probably the neatest thing that I've uh, been able to experience in doing uh, the California Women's Conference is having the opportunity to go ahead and kind of sit with him at his home. So he's lived in Long Beach for 52 years. Look at that. And he has, um, you know, and, and and just the same, you know, kind-hearted, you know, gentleman. And he was there with his wife Gloria. Uh, the Press Telegram actually set it up, and we were, um, you know, doing that same interview 27 years later at his oh, home. My gosh, and it was just amazing. You know, I definitely got the watery eyes and. I uh, ended up uh, calling my dad when I was there, and we were on speakerphone, all of us. And oh, Michelle, that's amazing. It was just a really neat thing. But I, I, I bring that up because, again, it's, you know, here the whole purpose and the reason why this conference got started, and uh, it's coming up quickly, September 23rd and 24th, is to go ahead and provide those tools and those resources for, for women, and and it's exciting because you can see what's happening now. I mean, just looking at the conference, we've got individuals um, that are coming, and we've built out this city. And so within the city, we've got one of the streets is it's called Be Your Own You, and it's an organization that focuses on our young girls. And you've got you know uh, Symphony, who's the Big Nickelodeon star, and
1: I saw that on your schedule.
0: Yeah, and she's brilliant. I mean, just you know, sixteen and just lighting the world on fire, and and really has this amazing heart. And then you've got some of the Disney stars that are coming in, and so this is something that's new to the event. It's an entire street that's set up, and and so again, we really want is you know bring your daughters, bring your sisters, and you know this is an opportunity for you to really kind of share this experience. So my 14-year-old daughter will be going, and my son, my 13-year-old son,
2: nice. will be
0: going. And, you know, and and, and really, you know, it, it, being able to be around, um, you know, these individuals. We're talking to, uh, we've got one individual. She's the youngest uh, person to be on TED, uh, 14 years old. And so we're organizing right now to have her part of the panel. Very nice. And, yeah, so it's just, it's it's exciting. I mean, it's really neat to see all the different things that we're we're pulling together in this, in this city, and when you go there, it, it, again, has everything from, you know, our health and fitness, um, the other piece, and, and this is something we were working on pretty uh, heavily yesterday, but we've got 33 Olympians uh, that meddled that are actually from Los Angeles and surrounding areas of Los Angeles. Look at that. And they're yeah. going to be speaking? And, um, and so we've got them actually coming up on stage at the conference, and we've got Helen Reddy, who's coming out from Australia, and she'll be singing, you know, I'm Woman.
1: Oh, very nice.
0: And, I mean, (laughs) talk about just, like, an over-the-top way to really have our big finale, Mm. or conference. And so that, we're we're pulling all those pieces together. And what's interesting is we've got, you know, this is the 25th year, it's uh, the Title IX anniversary of uh, women, you know, being able to go ahead and play in sports, mm-hmm. and so we've got our women in sports panel. You know, everything from a Janet Evans to a Sue Enquist.
1: Oh, she's amazing.
0: Oh, completely amazing. Um, you know, Nancy I had her on, on my show. Who's, yeah. uh, you know, she's a professional motorcyclist, and um, you know, we've got uh, Eve Wright. Um, you know, so it's it's exciting to be able to have you know Wendy Ida. She's a actually a bodybuilder. And so we're bringing, so we've got a panel of these women that, you know, at one point, I mean, sports was, you know, women were not going to be able to compete. That's right. And, and you, you hear that and you think, really? <laughs> you know, <laughs> wow. So.
1: Let me ask you this. I, I'm looking at your website, californiawomensconference.com. How, what is the format of the two days? Cause it's going to Sunday and a Monday. How are you fitting all these speakers? in? it's just an you know what? exciting oh. day.
0: We are, we actually will create history with this conference. What's happening is we've got 150 speakers, thought leaders, entertainers from all over the world that are coming in, you know, individuals, you know, like a Gloria Allred to an Oscar de la Hoya to a, you know, a Mark Victor Hansen, to a John Gray to, I mean, you start looking at this list of individuals that we brought in and it is it's over the top it is it's incredible it's never been we've never had this um before when you look at just historically this level of of speakers on you know at one location you know we've got eight stages and we've got these panel conversations that are taking place and so what's happening is we're able to we've got it live streamed and we're taping it so because People can't obviously be in every spot at the same time. Right. But what's happening is we're bringing this entity together for the purposes of collaboration. So the conference, and and I'm asked about this a lot, is, you know, Michelle, are you the host? You know, who's the host? You know, and my comment back is we have several hosts. We've got several key speakers. This Mm -hmm. is about, you know, men and women coming together to speak on these topics and it's not about a person as much as it's about the entire process and the fact that we're pulling together and collaborating as a, as a, as a, as a whole entity. And, and that's what's so exciting. And you have, if you go online and look, Janine, at the Touchpoint panels and then the blog, you can see these panel conversations are already happening. They're already taking place.
1: So let me back up a second. So our listeners, uh, first of all, if you're just tuning in, we're talking to Michelle Patterson She is the executive producer of the California Women's Conference, as well as you produced Taisa Ladera, and I want to talk about a little of the other things you've done, too. But we're talking about the California Women's Conference. So so I'm looking at it right now. Would you click on blog? Oh, I see. It just came up. Touchpoint panels. So you click on that? Yes. Okay. All right. And then where would I go?
0: And then what you go is go ahead. So you clicked on the touchpoint panel. Yes. And then you'll see there's different categories. Just click on one of those.
1: Okay, let's, let's say the body. Okay, the body, the business, the conference, the family, the self. All right, so I'm on the body. Oh, and you have all these featured speakers that are going to address issues around this topic?
0: Exactly. And those are, those are individuals that are already on the panels. And what happened was we've had such a great response that we went ahead and we created what's called the People's Choice Panel. Nice. And so that panel is, we've got a stage that we've left open at the event. And so the panel that has the most activity, the most social media, the most going on, that panel then is going to then get posted onto. Um, they'll actually be able to go live at the conference.
1: Oh, good. Because I can see where people might want to do a lot of other things, and, and they can't do everything, obviously, at the same time. So you want to be able to, so you said you'd be able to view it later? Exactly. Okay. Good. Exactly. Great. What's a dolphin tank?
0: The dolphin tank is—it's a play on words. Um, it's you know, about Shark Tank, yes, you know, out there. So this is the uh, the female version for our <laughs> our our, uh, our women out there who have businesses, they've created companies, services, and they want to go ahead and showcase them. So what we're doing is we are having our attendees go in and post a two-minute video up online. So you can do that right now. Just real basic, simple, send the two-minute video. Right. And then we're picking five finalists that will actually go up on stage. And those five finalists then will get some different uh, opportunities. So, oh, good. It's, um, it's an opportunity for them to interact with uh, different VC groups, individuals that have resources available for women's startup businesses, and, you know, what that process looks like and how to go about that.
1: You know, it's interesting. I I do watch um, Shark Tank, and a lot of times uh, young girls come up with great ideas for things, you know, and uh, it's interesting to see as they get older where those ideas go. Uh, I think this is very exciting what you've put together.
0: Well, and uh, and we've talked about this, and and I know you've got your kids are very entrepreneurial as well. I think they look at their moms. And Dad's and they learn from them. And right. so, my daughter, she's got her own business. She runs a consignment business and she takes, uh, you know, my things from the neighbors that they don't want and she'll post them That's up great. on eBay and then sells them.
1: I had no idea. That is great.
0: Yeah, she's been doing that for about a year and a half. She started, um, gosh, actually, she started when she was 12 doing it. And at one point, I think she was making. <laughs> she had so much money coming in. I was like, and I had started my company, and it was like, Jacqueline, you're doing really well.
1: You're doing better than mom? No, I'm just
0: kidding. Well, at one point, she was. I mean, to her uh, credit, she was. Uh, she was doing really well. She's she's a firecracker. She's very um, well. Look at you. Well, and that's what it is. Is there's this that you know she's coming in. She's thinking, oh, okay, this is what I do. This is how it works. And yeah. and she, you know, there was no fear. And you know, she's had everybody tell her that she has all the skills and all the talents to do whatever she wants and went for it.
1: Well, look at the self-confidence that she's getting at a young age. I mean, a lot of kids, they don't have that. They're late bloomers, maybe, in the self-confidence department.
0: Oh, completely. I mean, it's, um... You know, and I can remember, even as a kid, again, going back to my experience with, uh, you know, Governor Duke Majin, I mean, before that, I mean, it's... You know, I can remember getting dropped off at school and... Being in the corner, just in tears, because I was so so scared and intimidated and shy and all those things. And you know, I can remember my mom going, "Okay, you can do this."
1: <laughs> was, I can't imagine you being intimidated oh, and shy.
0: Fourth grade, t- horrifically shy, and really, yeah, I definitely grew into my personality. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but I, I think it's 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 opportunities like that where. You know, and again, that's what this conference is all about. It's, you know, go there and be around like-minded individuals, be around other women and hear their stories and hear how they've been inspired and how they've overcome obstacles. You know, that's where, that's what makes me excited is when women leave there and it's, you know, what's the takeaway? I mean, they're going to leave there whether they're in corporate America and, you know, they're, they're you know, building out a new division of the corporation and, mm-hmm. you know, they're running the, the, the company or they're starting up a company. I mean, this is an opportunity to, to really be inspired and to get some information and be educated on, okay, how do I go about this? What do I do? And, and that's what's great is when you talk to people after they've left, they've they've gone off and they've done these extraordinary things and they got their inspiration from this conference.
1: How did you get involved exactly with this conference?
0: You know, we had, um, this is actually interesting, and you've worked on the events that I've had with Taste of Ladera and Muscle Car 1000 and and various ones, so you know the the magnitude. I mean, we put on events that are 30,000 people. Right. And ironically enough, there's only a small handful in California. There's two of us that are doing events of this magnitude with this number of attendees. And so I had done work with uh, Pat Bates and there was um, some others, and we started getting some phone calls of individuals saying, you know, let's go ahead and do this conference, and let's put this conference on, because it, it missed a year. It actually had um, gone away. And
1: Why was that, Michelle?
0: You know, I, I, my guess is that the, well, you look at, too, I mean, Maria Shriver did such a phenomenal job, you know, and every single governor yes. over the last 27 years had put in their, you know their their own spin of, on it. You know <coughs> their right. own impressions of mm-hmm. what they wanted to add to it, and and that's how it just continue to grow and grow and get bigger. And so then you have a situation where you've got you know Mary Shriver. Then she steps out of her role as first lady. Um, Arnold finishes as governor, and so then you've got a new governor in place, Jerry Brown. And you've got then the first lady who decided that her focus was going to be on the uh, economy and working on, you know, issues of the state and decided not to continue on this event. And so that's how we then got pulled into it.
1: Did you feel like this was a perfect fit after coming off of Taste of Ladera, which was a huge event and this was your passion?
0: You know, I th- primarily because, you know, this is a uh, not-for-profit. We went ahead and we set it up. Um, actually, just recently, set it up to be a not-for-profit, as well as you know, the Taste of Ladera. Mm-hmm. Taste of Ladera has 22 charities. Um, we'll have 40 different charities that are participating in different women's organizations um, this first year, and it will continue to grow for the California Women's Conference. Um, you know, and, and, and you know this too. I mean, with Orange County,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Taste of Ladera was awarded one of the top um, charity events in Orange County, and it's again, it's because it it actually gives these organizations a platform to get the word out, to raise funding, uh, increase volunteerism. Yes. But it, it, it's really what happens is that same business model applies. It ends up being an event within an event. So you have all these different events that are happening within this you know, massive, gigantic event, and right. that's the same model that we did with Taste of Ladera, and we're doing that with the California Women's Conference.
1: Now, Michelle, excuse me for a second. For those don't that are not familiar with Taysa Ladera, you did this for how many years?
0: So I did. Well, Taysa Ladera I did for nine years.
1: Oh, I didn't even realize that.
0: Yeah, yeah, nine <sighs> years, and we're actually uh, now uh, solidifying uh, location for spring. Or Taste of Ladera, so we're working on that.
1: You are a rock star. I got to tell you, because <laughs> this I, event, Taste of Ladera, was just filled with bands and food and just great vibe. And you're doing this again.
0: <laughs> I love. I do love that event, and it's something that you know. There's not a day that goes by that I don't hear from somebody in the community that says, you know, we need to do that event. We need an event, and it was great for me to take a year off and work on the California Women's Conference entirely Mm -hmm. with my team. And I've got, I mean, that's, you know, people ask me, how do you do it? It's, I've got a phenomenal team. I mean, I've got people that are very committed and dedicated, and they have the same passion that I have for, you know, really looking at women as a whole. And, you know, again, if you're giving these resources, these tools, you know, what happens is, that countries that have women um, getting these resources and the equality in pay, um, those countries, they thrive economically. Right, they do exceptionally right. well. And so that's what's happening. It's interesting to watch different organizations out there starting to understand what this looks like. Like for, I'll give you an example. Um, the NFL just came on board with the California Women's Conference last month. And it's my gross. comment to them was, okay, how does that work? You've got... And I'm interviewing Eric Dickerson, and I said, you know, Eric, you've got the NFL, you've got the California Women's Conference, and you've got Eric Dickerson. Like, how do those three go together? Because <laughs> he goes, Michelle, it's called 10 million, and 10 million women. I go, wow. He goes, you wouldn't believe how many women, first of all, love football. Love
1: football, yeah.
0: And secondly, how many women um, are, they're the consumer. I mean, there are 10 million women that are buying, you know, all the jerseys and all the paraphernalia, and and they're the ones that are putting this, you know, buying it for the husbands. Right. So it's that, um, you know, you look at these these different companies that are out there are getting it. They're starting to realize, wow, women represent 78% of the consumer, 85% of the decision maker in the household. Mm. So what's happening is they're starting to pay attention going, okay, we need to you know, really create our branding and our marketing around our consumer, which is women. And and again, it's not in the traditional aspects. I mean, you've got, you know, like we talked about the NFL. You've got,
2: yes. Um,
0: you know, Boeing is on board with us. You know, Northrop is on board with us. You know, what can we do to be able to go ahead and really, you know, show women these these are avenues. These are these are opportunities for women to really engage and be involved. And and again, the the studies show that when women are involved, you know, the, these countries they thrive, they do well, money goes back into our school system, money goes back into our health care. I mean that, you know, and, and and things really really come together. And and again it's not it's not a matter of okay, just women doing it or let's have sure. men doing it. It's it's really coming together and doing this on a much bigger level and collaborating our efforts so that, you know, we are better together. I mean, we, we truly are. And when we, do, when we do projects and we do our efforts as, a, as an organized uh, front, yeah. that's when things really, really happen.
1: It seems like, because I, I was talking to you a while back and you were just starting getting involved and getting this going and, this is incredible what, what you've put together, and it just seems like it keeps growing day in, day out.
0: Well, and, and, and I think, too, I mean, it's exciting when you start looking at, um, you know, social media as a whole and the fact that we're able to reach across the, goal, the globe mm-hmm. um, without any challenges. I mean, we've got people coming from, like I said, all over the world um, that have got visas, and they're coming for this conference. And nowadays, I mean, you can't, you, you can have this synergistic feel from everywhere without it just being, you know, locally in your own, you know, your own backyard. And what this conference does is it creates that community. It really ties us together. Uh, mm-hmm. That's why I'm excited about Touchpoint with our blog because, again, it's, it's not a matter of just having a conference for a few days. It's having a conference now that lasts 365 days and it ties us in, you know, individuals all over, all over the world. I I love this. and You'll love this comment. So Maria Bello, Mm -hmm. who is, you know, phenomenal actress. uh, And what I love most about her is the fact that she goes to that next step in really taking the platform of her as an actress. And she ties in her organizations that she works with. So uh, one is we advance and it's
1: you know, what is that one
0: haiti yeah she just does a phenomenal i was able to attend an event at her home and watch what she was doing and and i i bring her up because her comment was so great she said to me she goes you know michelle she goes you know i i talk with women all over the world i mean literally in, you know different countries and we were talking about next year putting together a panel that has you know women from you know seven different countries and she goes, and they all have the same concern. They all care about the same thing. Sure. And and she said, she, she goes, you know, whether it's, you know, well, how am I going to provide and, you know, and, and, and make sure that my kids are taken care of? And, you know, or, you know, and then they're asking, well, tell me about this, you know, new product that's out there or there's a lipstick or, you know, and it's like, mm-hmm. you know, where you get into this girl conversation and it's, you know, what are you doing about this and how does this work and, it's just as women, you know, no matter where you live, have the same concerns. That's right. The that's same right. issues. And so that's what's great, again, it's this conference brings that to the table. And, you know, and again, we've got these panel conversations so that the conversations are happening now. So that way, when you get to the conference, it's not, the time is not spent on, okay, let's go through all the introductions and who's who, we can really get into the meat of the conversation right away.
1: Well, it's an incredibly empowering program that you have going on. I mean, there's going to be so much going on. Michelle, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back. Uh, You know, we have plenty more time to, to talk about the conference and other things you're involved in. Beautiful. All right. Hang tight. You're listening to Get the Funk Out, and we're talking to Michelle Patterson, the executive producer of the California Women's Conference coming up end of September, we'll be back in just a minute.
2: The opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the management of KUCI or the UC Board of Regents. For more information about this show, go to kuci.org. Think it's safe to leave your pet or child in a car during moderate weather? Well, think again. It takes only minutes for a pet left in a vehicle on a warm day to succumb to heat stroke and suffocation. The threshold for such hazard to pets
1: and children can be lower than many people realize. Even when the outside air temperature's in the 60s, temperatures inside some vehicles can reach the danger zone on bright, sunny days. Many experts recommend not to leave pets or children in parked cars even for short periods of time if the temperatures in the 60s are higher. KUCI wants you and your loved ones to be safe and healthy. This message is brought to you by the students and community members here on the air at KUCI. Go Caleb! Come on, hit a homer, Jesse! Let's go, guys! Hey, did you guys know that kids who play sports earn more money when they grow up?
0: <laughs> of course. I, I knew that.
1: Hey, did you guys know that kids who read books have a bigger vocabulary?
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Wow, Jinx. (laughs) Did you guys know that friendly children have more friends?
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. That's true, I knew that. Did you guys know that winter babies are better at music?
2: Everyone knows that. Oh, yeah? Yeah? (laughs) It's pretty obvious. Yeah, Yeah. so obvious. Oh, hey, guys, did you know that most people think they're using the right car seat for their kid, but they're not?
1: Huh, I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure I knew that. I'm pretty sure you didn't. Parents who really know it all know for sure that their child is in the right car seat at the right age and size. Visit safercar.gov the right seat to make sure your child is protected. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hello, this is Claudia Shambaugh, your host of Ask a Leader, airing on Tuesday mornings from 9 until 10. Join me as we explore the worlds of leaders of all stripes, of all ages, from all realms of our society. These leaders may be voted into office, appointed, anointed, or volunteers. We'll examine them all in this show. Subjects include politics, government, religion, human rights, culture, physical and mental health, and more. We'll find leaders in places the rest of us aren't even looking.
0: Over there, over there's the water. Whoosh, whoosh. And look at all this stuff I'm standing on. It's called sand,
1: and it's everywhere. This woman may sound silly to you and me. It's made up of little tiny pieces of rocks. Teeny little pieces of rocks. But to her two-year-old son exploring the world around him, (laughs) she makes perfect sense. How does it feel when you touch the sand? Is it warm? Uh-huh. It's hard to hold in your hand, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Learning starts long before school does, and children are naturally curious. They want to learn, so follow their lead. Take simple, everyday moments, like sorting laundry or playing on the beach, and turn them into learning moments. Is this water? No. Very good, this is sand. Oh, <laughs> no, no, it's not food, it's sand. We don't eat sand. <laughs> Turn everyday moments into learning moments. Find out how at PornLearning.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Hi, it's Janine. You're listening to Get the Funk Out. I love that last PSA. Don't all kids eat sand? I know I ate my share of sand going to the beach. Hope you're enjoying this Labor Day weekend. We are joined by Michelle Patterson, CEO of Event Complete and also producer of this year's California Women's Conference. Hi, Michelle.
0: Hey there. Thanks so, for
1: having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. I, I always love having you on. Last time you were on, you were talking about, I believe you were had just written your first book. Tell me where things have gone with that.
0: You know, it was, um, I actually, so I did two, and one of which was uh, How to Get Your group on. It was when Groupon first came out, and it was a book that would help companies, how you know, how to be successful with a Groupon nice. piece, and I was just I was watching companies that were going on to Groupon and they weren't using it as a marketing acquisition tool. And so it was a, a way of educating uh, these companies and explaining, you know, make this work for you. So did not work at Groupon, but um, did many, many, many deals on Groupon. was named their, you know, event ambassador because we had been we put on uh, several workshops all across the country, including Canada. Uh, one of which was called Capturing True Motion, which was a photography class. We put through 30,000 individuals. Um, I've got two photographers who are amazing, uh, Val Westover, nice. and uh, they, uh, they that that company actually set it up so they were able to go ahead and, and teach people um, across, like I said, uh, across the states. It was mm-hmm. that was a great, great one. But it was really just to be able to teach individuals, you know, how to be successful you know, how to go ahead and build a database, you know, how uh, when you do have clients coming in and how to capture that information and make it work for you.
1: That's great. That's great. And now you're working, what, on your third book?
0: Yes. So I, um, in fact, it goes into what you talk about is, you know, get the funk out of here.
1: Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, stop for a second. Say get the funk out like you really mean it because it makes people feel good. Go ahead.
0: Get the funk out of here. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, no, when I saw your, in fact, you you and I have known each other now for a few years. Yes. I saw, your, I saw the title and I thought, okay, that is so, that is so Janine. <laughs> that is, I love it. Love it, love it, love it. And, and you're right, you, you know, there's times where you're just looking at it going, okay, get the funk out of here. <laughs> so it's really, it's just looking at being able to go after things that you want to focus on and, mm-hmm. and, and then what does that look like and created that vision and... You know, taking you know different authors, different speakers, you know the things that they've gone through, and pulling them into the discussion and sharing their story. But uh, yeah, it's you know when you're when you're facing opposition and you're facing like it just seems this, like insurmountable task in front of you. And you know how do you how do you keep going? How do you get past that? Right. You know, fear does get the best of us at times, and you know so what do you do? And and, and what does that look like? And for me, you know, if my feeling has always been, if I can visualize it, if I can see it, you know, then I can create it. I can make it happen. And so I will literally do an event entirely laid out, you know, uh, with all the pieces. We'll do our, um, you know, dress rehearsal prior to the event. I mean, just that's very smart. As if, you know, yeah. and it's amazing how many things will pop up. The other thing is really you know it's that perseverance piece where you know just move I mean get up and move get up and get in action you know there's you know there's there's nothing worse when you start feeling that fear kind of set in of you know how am I going to do this and then you know the little voice will tell you all the reasons why you know you can't do it you're not able to yes you're this you're that you're the whole thing and it's stop you know change I mean literally physically get up and change where you're sitting, change, you know... Um, change
1: your perspective. Change your perspective. You know, I mean, it, yes.
0: it's as simple as even, I mean, put some music on. Right. You know, um, because you know we, we know that you can't have a positive and a negative thought at the same time. Negative will outweigh. Yes. And so change that mindset and, you know, get going. And and, and, it, and it is amazing, you know, that, that action that takes place. I'll, I'll share with you really quick, too, is there's a... Um, a quote, and it was given to me by a very dear friend of mine, Roger, uh, who actually runs the Winter Circle, and he's got this amazing, amazing organization where he brings 10 people into his home in Florida, 38,000 square feet home. It's this mastermind group.
2: Whoa.
0: And um, so I was at his home when I was in Florida, and he had on the wall, and, and I'm not even giving it due diligence here. I'm looking for it right now, but it basically said, you know, courage is you know knowing you know that you know it's that silent piece of knowing that it might be you know just na- taking that next step you know the next day yes and you know and, and that's 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 what you need you know i think we we take the whole world on at times and and sometimes it's just it's those little it's those little steps every day that get you closer and closer to your goal and don't take the whole thing on your shoulders cuz that will you know, that will set fear into emotion.
1: Michelle, I also think you, were ta- you and I were talking offline that you have to follow your gut. If you feel wrong or right about something, you got to follow that, your instinct about things.
0: Absolutely. And, and I don't think people do that enough. I think they hear it, the, the, they sense it, but they ignore it, and mm-hmm. then they move on. And, you know, going on kind of like, you know, I call it the tap. You know, you get that tap. And pay attention to those taps. Yeah. They're out there. I also think, too, I think that we, you know, individuals that are, you know, n- n- not to get all woo-woo, but individuals that are vibrating at a certain level where, you know, they're out there and they're really making a difference and they're making changes out in the world and you, we find each other. I mean, you absolutely, you gravitate towards each other and you start looking at the things that really can have an impact and the minutiae and the trivial things
2: mm-hmm.
0: just seem to kind of fall off and take a back seat. And, and you really get that, that eye of the tiger focus and you move forward with with that mindset. But I feel like, you know, people come into your life that are... For a reason. Yes. I mean, yes. I, I was with a lady yesterday, uh, Cheryl Leader, and, you know, I told her, I go, Cheryl, I love your last name, Leader. I mean, that's literally her name is Leader. <laughs> and... She, I mean, just really sweet. I mean, her her comment to me, you know, reached out and was hearing more and more about the the event. And she said, you know, I want to be a part of this. And how can I help out? And has a really strong background in events. That's great. And we met yesterday for four or five hours and, you know, tying her into uh, the women in sports panel. And and she's got a real passion around that
2: Mm -hmm. in
0: her background. But that's why you know you think oh it's this competitive piece of you've got these women all coming together that you know okay well I do events so I don't need your help because I do events well no that's that's not what it's about right
1: I think they all have their own valuable bit of advice to share with everybody
0: exactly yeah. and that's what's so exciting is that this is definitely you know it's it's the the new economy it's the way that business is going to be done is by networking by working together by relying on each other. And, you know, we're better together.
1: That's right. That's right. No, it's not necessarily a competitive thing. It's, you know, collaborating, coming together, and sharing ideas. Now, let me back up a second. You were talking earlier about funks. I'm sure you've had your own share of funks. I don't imagine they lasted very long.
0: You know, and and if anyone tells you that they don't have them, then... Something. Baloney. And they're not telling you. <laughs> Everybody has them. And I, I make a point of letting people know because people will say to me, oh, you know, you're so positive. You're so, you got this going and this going. Everything seems to be going in that right direction. And my comment back is I work at it. Yes. You know, I work at it. You know, my husband and I just celebrated 15 years of marriage. Oh, congratulations. You know, and thank you. And, you know, I, you know, and, and people say, oh, you guys are so happy. You're so in love. And absolutely, but... I work at it. You work it. At, worked it. Worked yeah. at it, You yeah. know, we had our date night last night, you know, where it's, you know, carving out that time and making sure that the connection's there. And
1: You have to, especially you, because you are doing so much with so many people. Your phone must be ringing incessantly.
0: You, you know what, and it, and, and it is, it's that feeling of like, okay, prioritizing, staying on top of it. And, but, but also, going back to is, you know, it really, I mean, it's all about our relationships. You know, at the end of the day, um, you know, I feel blessed because I, I absolutely, I love what I do. I mean, I I work with phenomenal people. I get to interact with, you know, the top thought leaders, you know, from around the world, you know, so for me, every day, it's hard to be in a bad mood because I'm inspired. That's right. yeah,
1: great. What a great job.
0: Oh, it's, I mean, I absolutely, Dream job. I love it. Um, you know, and, and having said that, though, going back to these relationships with our spouse and our kids and is, you know, and, 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 and where I make the mistakes and I constantly am working at it is, you know, being present, mm-hmm. making sure that, you know, when I am with my kids, I don't, you know, I'm not in the prayer position where I've got my, you know, my phone in hand and I'm, you know, texting or, you know, responding to a work email or something. I'm, I'm really present. And, That's good. and my kids have called me on it before. Mom, you know, it's usually mom, 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 mom. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Mom, come in, Mom.
0: yeah. and so you know it's just it's it's being able to go ahead and look at each of these days and how you know how we're gonna show up, how do you show up? Mm-hmm. you know, do you, you know, are you present? And so going back to is people ask, you know how do you do it? how do you how do you juggle? and and being asked, you know, people make the comments, they'll say, you know, oh, you know, do you think you can have it all? And my comment is, you know, you can have it all, but, but that all means that you're making choices.
2: Right.
0: And That's so, right. And, and, and again, if you say yes to one thing, you know, you say no to another thing. So if I say yes to a work function, you know, I'm saying no to maybe that night I'm spending, you know, time with my husband or.
1: Which is important.
0: Or my, my, my son and daughter. So, yeah. so it could very well be that, hey, I've got to be at this event. You know, so how am I going to carve in and be able to, you know, have that quality time so I really nurture those relationships that are most important to me.
1: Well, let me share something with you because I just celebrated my 15th wedding anniversary as well on Friday.
0: You did. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you.
1: And I was saying to my kids that without Mommy and Daddy being happy, you wouldn't be happy. And also, I I know I've met your husband, he's a wonderful guy. If he wasn't supportive of what you do, it wouldn't be so easy for you to grow and do what you do. Am I wrong?
0: Oh, exactly. I mean, okay. he is super supportive. Right. And it, it's so true. So true. Right.
1: Right. Exactly. So any advice for people that are in a funk that you can share?
0: You know, my 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 grandmother who um, passed away five months ago.
1: I know. I'm so sorry. We,
0: um, I, they, I, I mean, she's, that. you know, my mom said to me, she said, Michelle, I, for a while I couldn't stop crying. I mean, my yeah." yeah and she said, you know, Michelle, you've got now, you know, your meme, my, she passed away from cancer. She goes, mm-hmm. your meme was just sick and, you know, and you couldn't spend all this time with her because she was having to, you know, sleeping and she wasn't well. Mm-hmm. And she says, and now, you know, you've got this guardian angel that's with you all the time. And I do feel that way. And, and my grandmother was this, like, I mean, just amazing role model. Like she literally... So she worked for Farmer's Insurance for 27 years. Look at that. She never missed a day of work. 27 years. Like, literally did not have a sick day.
1: Amazing. And
0: she retired to come and watch um, and and really be with us um, at our home. So she lived with us for nine years and and really helped with raising our kids and and so forth. But she had these rules. You know, you go to church every day. You, you know, finish everything on your plate. And then mm-hmm. you don't miss work. I mean she just those were her rules that she lived by. But if if you were in a bad mood or you had a bad day or just you were in a funk, she she would tell you, just change your change your surroundings, go take a bath, go do something for you. Mm-hmm. You know. Like like basically almost looking at you going, you know, snap out of it. Like, yes. Change your change what you're doing right now. Go do something for you. Yes. And it's good advice. It was. And it sounds, you know, sometimes I think the most simplest advice is the right advice. You know, we tend to overcomplicate things and make it a big deal. And, you know, and, you know, you know, for her, it was, you know, we would get up and, you know, we play, my big thing is 70s music. And we, you know, we dance or, you know, we'd have, you know, we'd have our own little disco and, you know, we'd have the kids and, you know, we'd have our own little parties. and
1: So cute.
0: So it's just it's doing stuff like that that, you know, it, it getting out of your funk. And, you know, I'll tell you on a, uh, on a personal note, you know, there was a period of time where, you know, we, were, we definitely caught caught in the bubble and had to go through a loan modification. And, you know, I can remember, you know, worrying about it and mm-hmm. worrying about it and laying in bed next to my husband and just thinking, you know, how are we going to do this? You know, the market, when we got into when we bought our home, uh, it's great, and then it just completely dropped. My husband changed jobs. You know, at one point, I, you know, am, you know was a, you know, and still am, you know, running my own company. Mm-hmm. So the inconsistency of being an entrepreneur and what that looked like, and I was putting all the money back into the company. So I just remember laying in bed, and and you know, my husband, he said to me, he was just like, you know, Michelle, you know, we've got each other. We were healthy, mm-hmm. and we've got you know, healthy kids, and, and, you know, and just, again, be in the present. That's you know, right. we tend to worry about stuff that is, you know, sometimes never even comes to fruition, it never even happens. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I look back, you know, we're celebrating, you know, we've lived in our home now 10 years and totally got through that period of time and, you know, did the loan modification, set it up, got everything. And and I just remember thinking, wow, i I spent a lot of time during that period, you know, during that year worrying, a lot of time. Yeah. And I thought, you know, and and here it never came to fruition, you know, and sometimes I think too is looking at what's the worst thing that can happen, and that's, you know, my grandmother would say that, or my husband, you know, what's the worst thing that can happen? Well, the worst thing is not the worst thing. That's right. It really is.
1: (laughs) And sometimes you come up with the most ridiculous worst thing that's never going to happen. You know what I mean? Your mind just goes crazy.
0: Yeah, I mean, our minds can make us feel like, gosh, the sky is falling, yes. everything is coming around, and, and again, you know, and, you know, that's why it's, you know, get out, go for a walk, take a, you know, take a bath, take, you know, shift gears, because, do again...
1: S- no, wait, wait, and do something you've always wanted to do, and you thought you couldn't, you know...
0: Yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly, so that's probably my biggest thing, is just be, be present, um, I mean, I, I do feel like I'm having the time of my life working on this event. I, I absolutely... That's great. You know, I, I, I and I get to have conversations like we're having right now, mm-hmm. you know, just really, you know, thoughtful conversations and, you know, talking about how we can really make a difference. And, you know, again, this conference, you know, for me, my personality type is, you know, I feel like I'm living on purpose. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, and that is I love to connect the dots. I love to put people in contact with other people.
1: Well, and to have such meaning in your life is, just fills you up,
0: you know? It does. It does. And, and, and that's, that's what makes it, you know, I think that's really when you start, you know, you're really enjoying life. And so, um, you know, being able to focus on the things that, that you're, you know, the, the, the gifts that you're given and then be able to, you know, use those gifts to do things, make, make great things happen.
1: Isn't it interesting to look at your background and see where you are now and to say, wow, this really has been a journey where I'm taking all these different experiences and interests and my educational background and the different things I've worked on from Taste Ladera, and then to this, it makes so much sense.
0: Well, for me, especially the fact that it was that full circle moment 27 years ago, you know, I feel like the doors were already opening 27 years ago. Yes. With Duke Majin, you know, giving me the opportunity to interview him. And here he started the conference. Nice. And 27 years later, I'm running the com- this conference and continuing on that legacy that was started. So I think that absolutely is that, you know, everything you do and the the stuff that gives you the biggest challenge, mm-hmm. sometimes those are the things that you're learning for the most. I mean, right. I think I look back and, you know, the the challenge I talked about earlier with the whole house thing and... I think for me, going through that and feeling like, okay, we can get to the other side and persevering, it all it did was make me feel like, okay, you know what? I can do this. You know, I can do this. And, and at the same time, you know, listening to the comment my husband had was, you know, really at the end of the day, you know, we've got each other, we're healthy, you know, let's make sure that we are, you know, really thoughtful and right. And paying attention and grateful. Yes. You know, look at all the amazing things that we've got today. You know, I think we go into situations where we're looking at, you know, what, what's the next best thing and that next step and, and not realizing we have so much to be grateful for today. So
1: true. So true. Michelle, we have to wrap up, but tell me, where can people find out more information about you as well as the conference coming up?
0: Well, and I want to tell you, so for your guests, Yes. And, and and this is something because I know your audience, they are a phenomenal uh, audience because we've done a lot of work with uh, them Thank before you. with other events. Mm-hmm. So for the first, and we'll go ahead and do it, the first five individuals that email in okay. to info at californiawomen'sconference.com. And it's California spelled out women with an EN conference all spelled out dot com the first five will get pairs of tickets beautiful the event Thank so they just you. have to go ahead send that in tell them um you know they heard it on your show okay and we'll go ahead and get we'll get uh, those tickets out to them it's scheduled september 23rd mm-hmm. and 24th okay and it's at the long beach convention center and that's a sunday and a monday and you can also go to um, our phone uh, and call in, which is 949-218-0866. That's
1: 949-218-0866. Okay, so info at California Women Conference or Women's Conference? Uh, with an S. With, with an women. S.
0: Okay, Women's
1: Conference. Thank you so much, Michelle. Thank you. It's great and having uh, you on the show. Look forward. I'm
0: anxious to uh, have you at the conference and see you there as well.
1: I would love it. I would love it. Hang tight for a minute. I'm gonna to talk to you offline. And up next, Cure for the Blues with Sheldon Abbott. Have a great weekend, everybody. Michelle, thanks again for coming on the show.
0: Thanks, Janine.
1: That was Michelle Patterson, executive producer of the California Women's Conference. Up next, Cure for the Blues with Sheldon Abbott. Happy Labor Day weekend, everybody. I'll see you back here next week.
2: Yo, check out my DJ skills. <laughs>
1: Dad, yo, those are mad DJ skills. K U C I Irvine. Bubba Base,
2: how low can you go? Listen, listen, listen. This is Anthony Hopkins with an important message about cancer prevention and treatment you know that the right foods can help prevent this frightening disease new studies show that fruits vegetables whole grains and other high fiber vegetarian foods reduce the risk of certain cancers and they may even improve survival visit cancerproject.org or call 866-906-WELL brought to you by the cancer project a nonprofit organization advancing cancer prevention and survival